just hit publish. It's not going to be the best starting out. I even tell people my first few episodes, they sucked. And I'm okay with that because I've grown, I've evolved, and now I'm coming up on 100 episodes and my content is so much better. But if I hadn't actually gotten started, I wouldn't be to where I'm at today. Welcome back to Unknown and Talented. I'm your host, Jalon Abrams. Today we have Andrea. She's a wife, mother, podcast coach and strategist, and the host of Mama Turned Mompreneur podcast, teaching mothers how to build podcasts. Actually, I messed it up. I teach mothers how to build a business through podcasting. <laughs> how you doing today? <laughs> I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> um, so one question real quick. Mompreneur. Did you come up with that name? I like that name. Um, well, it's kind of a term that's kind of been around like for mom business owners. So instead yeah. of like just calling us an entrepreneur, we call ourselves mompreneurs. Oh, I love that. I love that. So I said, okay, that's a pretty cool name. Okay. All right. But, um, <laughs> but before I get into like my questions, I just want you to pretty much be able to introduce yourself, you know, who you are, where you're from and pretty much what you, what you do. Yeah. So again, my name is Andrea Singletary. I'm a wife, mom of two. I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Um, I'm a podcast coach and strategist. I support mom business owners with creating a podcast that generates leads for their businesses. Um, I'm based in Southern California. And um, yeah, just me, my husband, and our two kids. Um, most of our family lives out of state. So we kind of do it all together he is my best friend and my partner in all of this so yeah that's good i, I love it i love the support and does your, does your kids help you out? i know you said just three and one but are they are they helping out with the business too <laughs> not really oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so what made you want to become an entrepreneur um so i've always kind of had the entrepreneurial spirit in me um ever since i was a kid i was that kid that would like create bracelets and sell them at school making money like that um but i honestly pivoted into it after i had my son and um, i had my son at the height of the pandemic and at the time i was a preschool director and my job actually shut down while i was on maternity leave and so i became a stay-at-home mom um and i was at first pursuing a master's degree in communication disorders because i wanted to be a speech therapist didn't like how much of it like took my time and took me away from my son and I wasn't the present mom that I wanted to be. Um, so I disenrolled from the program and decided to pursue entrepreneurship. I wanted to build a business that allowed me to be home with my kids, to be there for all of those first moments and everything. Um, so yeah, I actually started out as a virtual assistant and then decided to niche in the podcasting industry. Hmm, okay, I like that. And like and so with podcasting you're able to balance your time a little better. How how does that work? Yeah, so the nice thing is that um if I'm managing a client's podcast we don't have to communicate as much. Like we have monthly check-ins, especially like if we're planning podcast content for the um, upcoming month. Um, but other than that, I'm handling all the behind the scenes stuff. And so I get to set my own hours. Um, my clients, they are able to contact me via Voxer. Um, but again, I'm not having to jump on a bunch of meetings or anything like that. 
Um, and then the same thing kind of goes for my launch clients. You know, we have our initial meeting where we're mapping out their entire podcast and planning out that timeline. But after that, a lot of it is just communication via Voxer and me handling a lot of like the behind the scenes stuff. Okay. Okay. So speak more of the, the transition of being um, a mother and then starting a business. Cause I know you said that, you know, you were always an entrepreneur, but I know the minute you became a mother, that's an entirely different experience. You know, like that's taken up all of your time. How do you, how do you transition from between just being a mother and now also adding a business to that? Um, so for me, my family, that's my number one priority. So I build my business around them. So for instance, I'm only available to my clients certain days of the week, certain times. Um, and I like to plan that around, you know, nap time or um, my son, he was going to preschool. So I would plan it around that as well. Um, so that's one of the things that I do. But also to just kind of being mindful of like what my current season of life is and having that open communication with my husband. So like letting him know like, Hey, you know, I have a big project coming up, you know, I need you to take off work or I need you, you know, to be home so you can be responsible for the kids and I can get this done. So, um, I really do it that way. We, like I said, we have that open communication and that really allows me to pursue this business and everything. I love that. I love that. So um, what would you say to that mother? Because I have a sister and she's an entrepreneur as well. So she's, you know, working as hard as she can. But what would you say to those mothers that, that struggle, you know, being, being a mother and also trying to start their own business? Because a lot of people now want to be entrepreneurs, but trying to have that balance. Because you said you're, you're doing a great job. But what would you say to someone that's probably struggling with in that area? Um, I would say just remember that each season of motherhood, it's just a season. So we have that season when our kids are really little and they are solely dependent upon us. Then they get older, they start elementary school, you know, they're more independent, you know, they're not waking us up at five, six in the morning and different things like that. And so I would say like, whatever those dreams are, don't, you know, put them off or don't, you know, completely disregard them, write them down. And then as your season of life changes and you have that time available, you have the capacity to pursue those other things, then start pursuing them then. Um, so for me, um, that's kind of why I shifted more into the coaching space because I'm able to coach my clients without having to do like a lot of one-on-one -on -one service provider work. Like I still have my podcast production side of things, but I'm also able to serve more women like with my group coaching program and everything. And that only really requires for me to show up once a week for a call with them. And that gives me a lot more time freedom. So really looking at what can you change in your business to give you that time freedom? Um, another thing I've done is, is that I don't really hop on sales calls anymore. Like if you have additional questions, we can either talk about it in the DMs or Voxer or something like that. So really looking at how you can shift your business so that it fits that season of life you're currently in. I love that. I love that because you're like, yo, I'm the boss and however you want to reach me, I'm going to make sure I plan it out for that because you can't just get all my time. I have kids and my kids are first and I, I do love that. Um, but how long how long have you been podcasting for? Uh, one and a half years. One and a half years. Okay, perfect. And how did you get introduced to podcasting? Um, so I actually like, like I said, I had my son at the height of the pandemic. And so at that time, 
you know, when you're a new mom, you normally get that support. You have people mm-hmm. coming to help you and everything. But yeah. with COVID, I didn't get that. Everybody was social distancing and everything. And so to kind of still have like that mom village and the normalize the things that I was going through as a new mom, I looked to podcasts. And as I listened to more podcasts and just really looking at how amazing it was that I identified so much with the host that I felt so connected to them and everything. I started wondering like, well, who supports them with actually getting their podcasts out into the world. And so just doing a Google search, I came across um, this podcast manager program um, created by Lauren Wrighton. And I absolutely love everything she stood for. She's a mom too. Um, and she kind of shifted her um, career and everything to better like be present for her kids and her husband and everything. And so I joined her program, um, learned everything I needed to learn to start supporting people with their podcasts and kind of went from there. Hmm, okay. Okay. And, um, and I definitely listen to your podcast. You, you were well-spoken. I know you were, you wanted to be a speech therapist, but have you ever had any ch- challenges of being nervous of doing it? Cause podcasting is kind of, kind of different. You're sitting in front of a mic and like listening to yourself back. How, how was that experience? Like your first episode you ever recorded? Um, Honestly, I transitioned into it pretty easily. Um, back when I was a preschool director, I actually spoke at like a lot of different conferences and everything. So I have had that, you know, public speaking experience and whatnot. Um, I'm also an introvert though. And so I felt like with my podcast, cause it was just me, I was able to better like, um, express myself, communicate my thoughts and different things like that. And so I didn't feel as much nervousness as I thought I would. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm an introvert as well. It's definitely a lot easier to turn this <laughs> on and just, you know, just put it out. Um, but ha- have you ever thought about like doing a full conference with a full crowd? Cause as your audience builds, they might want to see more of you. Have you th- mm-hmm. ever thought about doing anything like that? Um, so off record, I was invited to speak at a um, conference for mom podcasters next year. So I will be doing that next year. I'm not going to say the name because they haven't officially announced it yet. But um, that is something I am transitioning into, especially like my kids are getting older and everything. And so I'm able to go and do those types of things and, you know, leave them with my husband and whatnot. That's that's exciting. Well, we're gonna speak in existence. It will happen. It will happen. Um. So, are, are you are you like nervous about that experience? Because like like you said, you're used to being in your home and your safe space. Now being in front of people, are you are you nervous about it? No, I'm actually really excited. Um, they have a pretty amazing lineup for the overall conference, and it's a lot of um mompreneurs that I look up to, and so just getting to be in the same room with them and you know, be their equals and everything and, you know, lead these panel discussions and everything with them. I'm really, really excited about that. That's really good. That's really good. Okay. So, so let's, let's speak more about like helping business owners, mothers, exactly building Mm -hmm. their business. Well, why do you think podcasting is the best way to go? Honestly, I have found that as a mom, I can easily record a podcast episode versus trying to record a reel, trying to record a video for YouTube, trying to do all these other things. And I've really been able to expand my reach. So I have listeners across the globe. Um, and 
I've also found that I'm able to better connect with my audience. I have people who, you know, they come into my world through my podcast and they either join my email list or connect with me on Instagram. And they always tell me, I love your podcast. I love your content. I love what you're saying. I resonate with that. And so I've found that this system has basically simplified the whole marketing process for me. I'm able to put out one to two episodes per week, but I'm still bringing in a lot of new leads for my business daily without me having to churn out so much content. And I've found with a lot of moms and just business owners in general, we're getting burnt out on social media. You know, you have to put out so much content, especially for Instagram. In a sense, you have to feed the beast in order to see those results. And it's exhausting, you know, especially when you're a mom with little ones, you don't have all the time to create multiple pieces of content to put out every day, you know? So it just simplifies that whole content creation process, but also too, I am big on content repurposing. So I'll take my podcast episodes and repurpose them into like emails to my list and repurpose them for like blogs on my website and do all of these other things. And one thing I hear back from people, it's like, wow, I found you over here, but I come and listen to your podcast or I read your blog. And it's like, your messaging is clear. Like, I know who you're speaking to. I know who you're reaching. And so it just creates this cohesiveness in my messaging and everything. Um, And I just think that is what you need as a mom. You need simplicity, especially you're trying to build this business. You want it to succeed. You want to hit your income goals and stuff, but your time is limited realistically. And so just simplifying that entire process, I've been able to do that through my podcast and teach my clients that as well. Hmm, okay. Okay. Oh, that's, that's cool. So I, I do like how you're saying, Get away from the social media because you know social media you got to make the reels you got to make the video you got to think about now you're just using that podcast and just repurposing it but how are you actually promoting it then if you're not using social media you're not using youtube so i am very big on seo um hmm. so you know people finding me organically and whatnot but also too so when i've been speaking at like a lot of virtual summits and participating in um bundles where you know you're growing your email list and whatnot and i always make my call to action my podcast so i view my podcast as the top of my sales funnel and so when i'm getting in front of somebody else's audience i'm directing them to my podcast that is my call to action because my podcast does all of the heavy lifting for me i have i'm almost at 100 episodes now and people when they start listening to my podcast they tell me oh i'm binging your episodes like they get to know me they get to know my expertise and how i can help them and everything and so that is how i market it if i'm guesting on a podcast like your podcast right now I'm going to talk, I'm going to tell people, hey, you can connect with me on my podcast. That is how I do that. Um, But also, too, I am um, active on Facebook. And so there are some Facebook groups where they have a weekly thread where you can share like your free resource or your about your podcast. And I just drop a link there. Um, So there are certain things that I am doing, but I'm not relying solely on social media. I am on Instagram. But if you go to my um, Instagram page, I have the nine grid feed. I'm not posting you know weekly on my um, feed or anything like that but I do show up in my stories because that's something that doesn't take a lot of my time and it's something I actually enjoy doing um but yeah that's how I market my podcast 
that, that's good. That's good. I, I love it. And um, you're big on helping, you know, mothers build a business through through their podcast. How many like different examples you have of businesses that help you helped with um podcasting? Um, so I have, gosh, I've supported quite a few women in different capacities. Like I said, I've um, launched probably over 10 podcasts now. Um, I've managed, gosh, I don't even know quite a few podcasts now, but also I, um, have worked with clients like one-on-one just for like, I call them power hour sessions where I help them plan out their podcast content. Um, cause a lot of times when podcasters come to me, they struggle with how to actually create content that is going to lead their listeners into their offers. And mm-hmm. so in our the Power Hour sessions, I support them with that. And I've helped quite a few you know women with that as well. So I can't think of a number off the top of my head, but um, I've supported a lot of um, women in different capacities with their podcasts. Mm-hmm. So is it only women or do you also have to help out men, men as well? Like I know there's, there's a dad, dad, uh, <laughs> dadpreneurs as well. <laughs> so I, I have nothing against men or anything like that. It's just that my brand is mama term mompreneur and it calls in women. Um, now yeah. not all of my clients are moms, um, but they're all female. So. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I, I got yeah. it. All right. So you did talk a lot about um, the podcast, how that's able to, you know, explode by SEO and everything. But also looking at your page, you talk about private podcasting. Well, what is that? So, yeah, private podcast is a podcast, but basically it's not searchable on the podcast platforms. People have to basically opt in in order to get access to it. Um, so this is something I support clients with using. Um, they're really great. Like if you want to focus on a specific topic or, um, reach a specific group within your audience. Um, I currently supporting a client with setting one up to, um, nurture her audience and convert them into her newest offer. Um, but it's a really great way where you just put together like this mini series of episodes and it's really great for, um, building your email list because basically you set up your landing page, they give over their email and then, um, they get access to the private podcast. Um, but yeah, it's like more specific. So like on your traditional podcast, you may talk about a lot of different things, but with your private podcast, you're going to pick a specific topic and you're going to focus on that, um, and really use it to kind of lead your listeners into a specific offer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I like that. All right. So, so, so basically you don't start that until your actual regular podcast is doing well, because I think about like trying to build that podcast and also having that on the side or do you already have that for your extra, um, extra people that want to do more. Um, so you don't have to like have a traditional podcast first before you create a private podcast. Um, you can use your private podcast in many ways. So like for those who are really, you know, big on building their email list, you can create a private podcast as your lead magnet in a sense. Um, you also can monetize that private podcast. So if you want to make it so that people have to pay a fee in order to access it and it's exclusive content that they can't get access to anywhere else, you can do that. Um, some people create a monthly subscription with the private podcast and they put out, you know, an episode maybe once, a, once or twice a month. 
um, with that private podcast. But yeah, you don't have to have a traditional one first before you start a private podcast. Okay, okay. So how, how do you how do you run yours? Is it going to be like subscription based, or is it just like extra to help you get more leads? Um. So the private podcast that I've created, I um, did one back in July. It was called a pop-up private podcast, and basically it was just available for a week. Um, And so I used it to grow my email list, but at the end, I um, sold people into an offer that I had, and it was like a limited-time offer. Um, So I basically used it for that. Um, I really like to use it to build my email list um, because I like to use my email list alongside my podcast to grow my business. And um, what? So I ain't gonna lie, you. This sounds amazing. I love this story. But what uh, struggles have you faced? Because you know, you. I know you said you had your, you had your, your children, and then you also have your husband's support, and then you was able to build this podcast. But were you were you any struggles along the way to get where you are now? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think the biggest struggle is not really having that family support. Um, so at the start of this year, my mom moved out of state um, and she was the main person who would help us out with the kids and everything. Um, my husband, he works Monday through Friday and really long hours. And so I pretty much solo parent during the week. Um, so I would say my biggest struggles probably was just like a lot of mindset, you know, things like wondering if I'm going to be able to make this business work, um, dealing with imposter syndrome, um, being exhausted and burnt out and everything. Um, so I would say those were probably like the biggest struggles I dealt with and still comes up every now and then, you know, it's not all rainbow sunshine and daisies over here. Um, it is a lot of work, especially, like I said, having two little ones and you don't know what's going to happen each day. You don't know if somebody's going to wake up sick. You don't know if somebody's going to decide, Hey, I'm getting up at 4am this morning. This is what we're doing. So, um, you know, you really don't have control over those things, but you still, you know, you have to be that present mom and still make things work, you know, with your business and, you know, getting your client work done and all of that. Okay. And you said imposter syndrome. What do you, what do you mean by that? Um, so I think probably one of the biggest things I know for me as a mom is like, you see people on social media doing all of these things, hitting these goals and whatnot. And you start to question yourself, you know, wondering if you're doing enough, wondering if you could be doing more. Um, so I think that is something I've struggled with at times and, even just wondering if I should keep going with my business and whatnot. And so those are things that I really had to work through. Um, one, stop comparing myself to others and just focus on myself and what I have going on and whatnot. Um, but also to really getting clear on those things that are going to move the needle forward in my business and focusing on those things. So one of the things I discovered is that Instagram was a time suck for me. I did not see the results that I wanted to see and I was churning out so much content and still not really, you know, getting in enough leads to build my business in the way that I wanted to. And so I pulled back from Instagram and eventually switched to the nine grid and whatnot and now use it in a way that feels good to me and 
I've also gotten to the point where I'm not just scrolling on there anymore. I have found that when I was constantly putting out content on my feed, I would end up just scrolling on the app. I don't do that anymore. And so not only has it gotten me away from like comparing myself to others, but now I have more time because I'm not wasting time scrolling on the app. So I, I, I love that. And I definitely agree with that. And the thing about Instagram is like everybody's putting their highlights on there. It's never their failures. Nobody's going to post. I just had a bad day, guys. <laughs> you know, what I'm or if they do, <laughs> that's not going to be something that's going to be popular. Everything is going to be, oh, I did 20 things today and here's how you do 20 things or I just sold mm -hmm. all these things. So it's, it's never going to be that. So I'm definitely happy that you did realize that that wasn't something for you. And you said, you know what? I'm going to get off of here and be productive. Well, what you're, you're doing a great job because I ain't going to lie. I found you on Apple Podcasts. I was just searching you know, entrepreneur podcast, business podcast, and yours popped up. And I said, okay, this is, I like that. I like, I like mompreneur. That's a pretty cool name, like I said. So <laughs> that's why I had to make, make sure I had to, had to contact you. Um, mm -hmm. One more question. One more question before we get close to the end. Okay, so... So right now, your business is where it is right now. Somebody's listening to this podcast is thinking about doing exactly what you're doing. What would you tell to that person that's starting in the same situation you are? Did you, what would you say to that person that's just starting today? Um, Honestly, just get started. Just do it. I think a lot of times we can just get caught up in our head and we overthink it so much that we don't take action. Um, and I tell people this all the time, even with their podcasts, just hit publish. It's not going to be the best starting out. I even tell people my first few episodes, they sucked. And I'm okay with that because I've grown, I've evolved, and now I'm coming up on 100 episodes and my content is so much better. But if I hadn't actually gotten started, I wouldn't be to where I'm at today. Um, so I just think that in general with business, like if you have this dream, just go for it. You're not going to know what's going to happen until you try. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I appreciate it. Andrea, let everybody know where to find you, your podcast name, everything. Just do yourself <laughs> a pitch. <laughs> Yeah. So my podcast is Mama Turn Mompreneur. It's available on all of the podcast platforms and everything is basically Mama Turn Mompreneur. My website, my Instagram handle, um, all of that. So, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it and good luck with your business. I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with my audience. All right, so Thank again, you. my name is Jalon Abrams, unknown and talented. We have Andrea. We'll see you next week. <laughs>